Selbach has started his warm-up throws. And we hope you stay with us now for an exciting afternoon of baseball here at Tiger Stadium. Tell you all about it. Here is Ned Martin. Okay, Dave. Thank you very much. And good afternoon, everybody. Again, after a visit with Eddie Brinkman down below. And a big two games for both clubs. Tigers, of course, the kings in the American League East so far. Have not exactly spread-eagled the field. They are just a tight game and a half over Baltimore. But they've been up on top most of the time. The Orioles had a brief moment up there. And the, the Tigers, by and large, though, have been up there most of the year. And are right now the team to beat. A tough-hitting ball club that has not hit yet, which is something to think about. But they've had better pitching than they were supposed to have. And one of the reasons is a fellow out there on the mound right now, Chuck Stelbach, the ex-Dartsman's Flash, who has come out of the bullpen to uh, some starts and relief jobs that have been very effective. He's 7-5 and five on the year with uh, about seven saves, and uh, he has been a big surprise to Billy Martin. Detroit a game and a half ahead of Baltimore and six games up on the Red Sox. So we'll see what transpires here at Tiger Stadium. This will be the second start this year for Selbach, the second of his major league career. Tommy Harper leading off, as Dave told you, a different lineup for the Red Sox. Tom Timmerman, they said uh, just a moment ago, had a muscle pull in the left side of his abdomen, and that's why he's not in a rotation today. There's the first pitch of the game, a call strike to Tommy Harper. Harper hitting at 282 with 10 home runs and 36 runs batted in. Selbach, ready in that no wind-up delivery. There's a line drive on one hop to shortstop. Brinkman has it, throws the first. And that's all for Tommy Harper. Another chance handled by Eddie Brinkman, our pregame guest and the new record holder for American League shortstops for consecutive games played and consecutive chances handled without an error. That gives him about 299 straight. Here is Doug Griffin. Griffin hitting 263 with one home run, 22 runs batted in. Pitch by Selbach is a strike call. Nothing in one to Griffin. There's a foul carved back into the seat. The hind home plate got past the screen. So the count is 0-2 to Doug. One of the good ballparks in the American League, Tiger Stadium. Here's the pitch. Ground chopper towards second. Charged by McAuliffe. Hurries his throw in time. Two down. Dick McAuliffe, the second baseman, making the play. He and Brinkman are around the second base bag as the Keystone pair. Aurelio Rodriguez at third. Norm Cash at first. Jim Northrup is playing right field. Al Kaline came back into action recently and then pulled another muscle, so he's back out of activity temporarily. Northrup's in right. Stanley's in center. And Gates Brown playing left. Here's Yastrzemski. Powell takes the pitch outside. Ball one. Yaz in the throes of his second big hitting slump of the year. He's had five hits in his last 49 times up. 
two for 17 in the New York series. Chops one foul off to the right. Carl is hitting 269. He has one home run and 26 runs batted in. This has always been one of his favorite ballparks. It's 325 down the right field line in the lower deck, but 315 to the upper deck, which is a 10-foot overhang out there. And that's the porch that uh, Norm Cash and those boys like. Here's the pitch. Yaz hits one high in the air to left center. Gates Brown coming over, popping the glove, waits long, and looks up and has it. Red Sox go in order in the first inning. Nothing across, and after a half inning, the Red Sox nothing, the Tigers coming up. Zare has the next minute to try to convince you to do something for your own good. The people at Zare want you to come into any Zare store and look around. Check out the 101 departments. Compare prices that you've been paying for name brands with what Zare is charging. Look at the health and beauty aids, for instance. You'll find more than significant savings on the same items you've been buying elsewhere. Go through the automotive department. Find out why Zare believes you can take very good care of your car for less money. Try the housewares department or appliances. The point is simply this. You won't be able to miss the fact that Zare gives you high quality at low prices on everything from fashions to fans, from shoes to shampoos, from wrenches to wristwatches. Come see for yourself and come save for yourself at Zare, the discount department store. Open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Tigers coming up against Lynn McLaughlin, who had a curious game against them. The only other time he worked against Detroit, that was at Fenway Park, you remember. He had eight shutout innings, and then things went bluey in the ninth. It ended up eight to four Detroit. Lynn was not the loser. He had uh, been taken out before then, but his relief couldn't hold the Tigers. Freehand hit a home run, and uh, that was an eight-four ball game. McLaughlin has a record of three wins and three losses. No record against the Tigers. No decisions, anyway. Dick McAuliffe, the second baseman, leading off with a 231 batting mark. Five home runs, 20 runs batted in. Reggie Smith is selecting uh, his pair of sunglasses. Several different kinds that they use, and he uh, getting the sunglasses from the Bat Boys, trots it out in the big box. Sunfield, right at this point, is right field. Dick McAuliffe, that strange batting stance, in from the left side. Chokes up on the bat, leans on that rear foot. Cocks the bat and takes the ball. 1-0 to McAuliffe. He'll be followed by Eli Rodri- or, uh, Aurelio Rodriguez and then Gates Brown. Pitch. Low and outside. Two and nothing. The 2-0 delivery by McLaughlin. Strike call, fastball on the inside corner. Carl Yastrzemski playing first base today. There's a swinging strike, a good fastball by McLaughlin. 
Doug Griffin is at second base. John Kennedy at short. Enrico Petroselli at third. As another infield combination comes forward for the Red Sox. They've had a lot of them this year. Ogilvy in left. Harper in center and Smith in right. Pitch fouled up beyond our booth, which overhangs the third base side. In from the dugout, but uh, right off to the corner of home plate, an excellent spot to see what's going on. You're right in the ballgame here. We're just over the Detroit on-deck hitter, Rodriguez. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Fisk drops it and then tags McAuliffe. And so McLaughlin strikes out the first man he faces. Aurelio Rodriguez, fine third baseman for the Tigers. Is hitting 232 with six home runs and 33 runs batted in. Little off his usual power mark and batting mark. An excellent third baseman. There's a fastball in there for a called strike. Gates Brown on deck. McLaughlin. Checks the sign from Carlton Fisk. Now the pitch. Curveball hit foul off the third base side past Joe Schultz, the third base coach. Dick Trzuski is coaching at first for the Tigers. McLaughlin gets his sign. Count is two strikes to Rodriguez, the right-handed batter. Swings, misses, strike three. Tried to check up, but could not. And Rodriguez is out on a good fastball. And McLaughlin is throwing heat early. Gates Brown up. Brown, a very popular figure here, is a... Fine pinch hitter through the years for the Tigers. Left-handed batter hitting 226. Six home runs, 33 runs batted in. He takes the pitch outside, ball one. He has tremendous power from the left side of the plate. Bats in a crouch, bent over from the waist. McLaughlin's pitch waved at that time, a off-speed curveball, and it was strike one. One ball, one strike. one delivery. Fastball just inside. Ball two. Two and one. Two balls. One strike. Two brown. Two out. Nobody on. Here it is. Foul ball out of play. Two and two. Win a Mount Snow summer vacation in the clean, green mountains of Vermont. See your Chrysler Plymouth dealer for details. Brown hits one deep to right field. That may be gone. It's a home run. Off the facing of the upper deck. one nothing Detroit.
has been happening to the Red Sox lately. The opposition has gotten a quick lead. That ball jumped out of here. Lynn McLaughlin is now getting the facts of life of pitching in Tiger Stadium to strong left-handed hitters. That ball took about a second and a half to hit the facing of the upper deck in right. A line drive and a home run for Gates Brown is sixth of the year. Tigers one, Red Sox nothing. Here's Bill Freehand bouncing one to shortstop. Taken by Kennedy, straightens and throws in time. So Freehand, who is hitting 261, grounds to short. In the first inning, one run on one hit. The homer by Brown. There were two strikeouts. Nobody left on, and it's one to nothing after one inning. Sorry, no elephants, but just about everything else. That phrase has appeared in national advertising for Taylor Rental Centers, and you'll find it pretty accurate if you visit one of the Taylor Rental Centers nearby. There's one in Portland, Rocky Hill, and Norwich. When you take advantage of all the tools and power equipment at your nearby Taylor Rental Center, lawn and garden work is so much easier. Taylor has tillers, hedge trimmers, brush cutters, spreaders, lawn aerators, renovators, rollers, and mowers. To get the job done faster and better, visit your nearby Taylor Rental Center. A power auger from Taylor will make post hole digging seem like child's play. Think of the time and money you can save by installing your own fence. You can rent the right tool for the job economically from a Taylor Rental Center. Here are the addresses of three Taylor Rental Centers in this area. 224 Main Street in Portland, 1904 Silestine Highway in Rocky Hill, and 415 West Main Street in Norwich. One-nothing the Tigers lead as we go to the top of the second. McLaughlin breezed through the first two batters, then he hung one for Brown, and he really drilled it. It was toward right center, and cracked off the facing of that upper deck. Leading off for the Red Sox in the second inning will be Reggie Smith, then Rico Petroselli and Carlton Fisk. Smith is hitting 261 with 11 home runs and 40 runs batted in. Chuck Selbach on the mound. Second start of the year. Throws and Smitty carves it foul. Strike one. Reggie Smith has gone three hits and 15 times at bat against the Tigers staff this year. Against Tiger pitching in four ball games. Pitch by Selbach. Swinging strike. 0-2. There's a tendency sometimes for left-handed batters here as right-handed batters in Fenway to overswing when you see that short porch. And it carves up a lot of hitters sometimes. There's a ball outside. One ball, two strikes. One-two count to Smith. Delbach kicks and throws, and it misses inside. Ball two, two and two. Rico Petroselli on deck. Selbach delivers. 
misses outside, ball three. Hank Storr back in harness again for this game anyway. Behind the plate. Ron Luciano at first. Umont, Frank Umont at second. Jim Odom at third. There's ball four to Smith. Reggie walks to start the second inning. to the plate Rico Petroselli with a 235 batting mark 8 home runs and 42 runs batted in he's hit Tiger pitching pretty well this year 6 hits and 13 times up better than anybody on the staff really he and Yastrzemski have been the most effective against Tiger pitching but it's only been these teams have only played 4 games Tigers have won 3 of them there's ball 1 to Petroselli have lost both their games here. Here's the pitch. Strike swinging. One ball, one strike. Smith at first base. Nobody out. Tigers leading one nothing in the second. Smith gets back to first as Selbach goes over there. Norm Cash holding the bag against Reggie. Four-step lead for Smith. Here's the set on the pitch to Rico. It's low and away. Two and one. Nice hot day in Detroit. Not blistering, but uh, warm. Good day for baseball. The sun has gone in right now. Throw to first again, and Smith gets back. Petroselli waiting with a 2-1 count. Here it is. Foul ball, back out of play. Not much foul territory here at Tiger Stadium behind home plate. Not as much as Yankee Stadium or other places. Oakland. And a foul area down toward left field gets very narrow and right field toward the bullpen areas. There's a fastball inside, ball three. So it's three and two to Petroselli. Full count to Rico. Smith at first base, nobody out. Carlton Fisk on deck. Here's the set by Selbach. Here it is, there goes Smith at ball four. Petroselli walks. Two straight walks given the Red Sox, nobody out. This coming up with a 3-12 batting mark. He has 16 home runs, 37 RBIs. It was his 16th homer yesterday that averted a shutout in Yankee Stadium. He's hit in 26 of his last 31 games, and only five games out of a month, just about a month of playing, has he been shut out. Over those 31 games, he has hit at a 380 clip. So Fisk is in there, batting against Selbach. Selbach, who went to school at Dartmouth in the state of New Hampshire, where Fisk now lives, or is from, or resides. He has an apartment 
North Shore during the summer now. Pitches high to Carlton, ball one. One ball, no strike. Red Sox with a threat here. Tiger infield at double play depth. They do not expect any kind of bunt at all from Fisk. Ben Ogilvy is on deck. The pitch. Strike call. One ball, one strike. Looks as though the take were on that time. One and one. Selbach's home, or he was born in Lakewood, Ohio. Right-hander throws, and there's a ground ball into left field. Base hit. Reggie Smith gets a late start, but he's going to come on to score. Petroselli goes to second. It's 1-1 as Fist drives in a run. A ground ball single into the hole. Reggie Smith had started as if to lengthen his lead toward third. Then the ground ball went in front of him, and he held for a moment to make sure that Brinkman didn't get it. He had to go anyway because he was going to be forced. So he held uh, in the uh, between second and third and then dug for third and scored easily. Billy Martin is coming out now. He's going to talk to Selbach. Fisk gets his 38th run batted in, and this game is tied up 1-1. Runners at first and second. No activity as yet from the Tiger bullpen down in left. Martin talking to his battery of freehand and Selbach, and now Eddie Brinkman comes over. Two walks and a single have tied the game up. Martin trots back toward the dugout. That's Bill Martin. Ben Ogilvy is the batter. Ogilvy is hitting 261. Five homers, 12 runs batted in. Slim but wiry, strong, left-handed hitter. Line drive hitter. Pitched by Selbach. Strike called inside corner at the letters. John Hiller, a left-hander, is warming up now. He was a fellow who had a heart attack years two ago and uh, now has come back for the Tigers battling back from a rather uh, bad attack for a while there's a liner toward left field but it hangs up for Brown takes the catch goes back to second base not a, he's out of second oh what a call Petroselli is doubled up off second base base umpire Ron Luciano trailed the play and Rico argues for a minute it appeared that he'd gotten in there but Luciano is right on top of it and Petroselli is caught napping at second as Gates Brown made the catch of a line drive in left fired in to the second baseman Dick McCullough and he tagged the bag right in front of Petroselli getting back in belatedly so it's a double play and the Red Sox have run into another out on the bases Two down, a runner at first base. John Kennedy up. And the pitch is inside for a ball. Chris Zachary, a right-hander, is warming up along with Hiller for Detroit. So Ogilvy lines into a double play as Petroselli is caught off second. 
There's a fly ball, fairly deep to left field. Brown is back, still going back. He's got it. Brown takes it at the warning pass, and the inning is over. So what started out to be a promising inning ends up with just one run on one hit and one man left. And after an inning and a half, it's tied up 1-1. Good, sir. Put it up. Put it up. You're on the beach on the weekend on a hard spiking pickup volleyball team. Hey, here we go. We got it there. Let's go. And that's a surefire way to pick up a red hot thirst. A more than one beer thirst. Back over. Go. After a couple of hours of hot sun and hot sand, you're ready for a couple of frosty cold beers. That's why you're ready for Schaefer. Every glass of Schaefer brings you flavor that never fades. Pleasure that goes right on being first beer crisp and bright. First glass to last. So, set yourself up to a couple of frosty cold Schaefer's. Brother, you've got it coming. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Game is tied up 1-1 going to the bottom of the second inning. Lynn McLaughlin taking his warm-up. While he does, we'll pause for a station break. This is Red Sox baseball. This is WTIC in Hartford. The weather increasing cloudiness this evening and tonight. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers. Highs tomorrow 75 to 80. Right now 82 degrees on the plaza. Norm Cash is first up against McLaughlin in the Tigers' second. Cash hitting 254. 20 home runs, 47 runs batted in. Another good year for Norm. Takes the ball. The average isn't very high, but then the, none of the Tigers is hitting high. As high as they have been in the past years. But they're hitting with productivity, and they're getting good pitching. Cash played in the All-Star game. He checks his swing and takes the ball. Two and nothing. Jim Northrop on deck. McLaughlin ready. Throws and misses low inside. Ball three. Red Sox had uh, two men on with nobody out in the first. They did score a run. They had two men on with still nobody out. But the double play ball did it to them. Pitches a strike call. Rico was playing at second base, thought that ball might have been in there. Of course, he had to be careful around second. If the ball had dropped in in front of Brown, it would have been a chance that Brown could have forced Rico at third. Strike call. Three and two. But he was slow getting back, and that's the second time in three games in this ballpark that the Red Sox have run into an out at a time when a big inning could have resulted. Yastrzemski did it on opening day. Took them right out of the first inning, running into third base. There's a foul tip caught by Fisk, strike three. McLaughlin comes from a 3-0 count to strike out Norm Cash, and Mack now has three strikeouts. Jim Northrup, right fielder and left-handed batter up. He's hitting 266. Five homers, 20 runs batted in. Tiger players call in the gray fox. A little prematurely gray. Has been for a couple of years. There's a foul lashed down the third baseline. 
Northrop goes to all fields and is especially productive to left center and right center. Sprays with power. McLaughlin winds and throws and hangs one upstairs for a ball. A ball and a strike to Northrop. Lynn McLaughlin ready. The pitch is bunted at and fouled. Fouls it to the on-deck hitter, Stanley. Northrop trying to bunt his way on as Petroselli is deep and over towards short. Playing Northrop, a left-handed batter over a little bit. Not expecting him to bunt at all. One ball, two strikes. Here it is. High drive to right, but it's curving foul. Way up there and into the upper deck foul. Well tagged baseball, but hooking all the way off a left-handed hitter's bat. One ball, two strikes. Two and two to Northrop. Lawson winds and fires. Line drive to left, base hit. Covered by Ben Ogilvy. Northrop is going to take the turn and hold as Ogilvy fires in back to first base. not bother throwing to second. If he did, he was way off because he stretched, he fielded it near the first baseline. Main thing was that uh, Northrop had taken a turn and a half at first base. He was almost halfway down to second before he backtracked. A one-out single by Northrop. That's the Tigers' second hit. And Mickey Stanley is up. Stanley hitting 215 with nine home runs and 33 runs batted in. Takes the strike. one of the standout center fielders in the league. The set and the pitch. Ground ball of McLaughlin. Throws to second. One. That's all they get. It was a low throw to Doug Griffin who backhanded it about a foot off the ground and saw that he had no play at first. So a fielder's choice for Stanley. Play goes one to four on Northrop. Two down. Runner at first and Eddie Brinkman up. Brinkman's batting only 197 right now. Three homers and 29 runs batted in, but he has been doing everything in the field. New record holder in the American League for consecutive games played without an error for shortstops and consecutive chances handled by shortstops without an error. Lawson looks him over, checks first base, comes in with his pitch. Foul ball, out of play. One strike. One 
Brinkman chokes up a couple of inches on the bat. Maybe three. Here's the pitch. And it's low to him. Ball one. One ball, one strike. One-one count to Eddie. Runner at first base, two down. Stanley goes, there's a foul on the hit and run. One ball, two strikes. They had a play with Stanley breaking and Brinkman cutting at the ball. A one and two count. Tigers one, Red Sox one. And this is the bottom of inning number two. McLaughlin fires and it misses low. Ball two, two and two. Pitcher Chuck Selbach is on deck. by McLaughlin delivers and misses Hine inside ball three there the discount department store happy to be bringing you baseball again this year there where you and your family can save money all season long Yastrzemski holds against Stanley at first base the pitch there goes Stanley line drive to left field it is down toward the corner it's going to be in there on opening day here, one of his three home runs of the year, gets a sharp double to left. He took one hop, hit the wall, and scored Stanley, who was moving on the 3-2 pitch, and two out. So Stanley was almost to second base by the time Brinkman connected, and Mickey just three-wheeled around third, and now it's Tigers two and Red Sox one. Run batted in, number 30 for Eddie Brinkman. Selbach, the pitcher, is up. Right-handed batter. And he looks at a strike. Tigers regain the lead, 2-1. to one. Brinkman in scoring position. The count and the pitch is a little high to Selbach. The count now, one ball, one strike. One and one. call up on deck McLaughlin throws foul back one and two outfield shallow in center and right those will be rather deep and left for a pitcher up there Foul, tip, strike three. Held by Fisk, and that's all. 
four strikeouts for McLaughlin, but in the second inning, the Tigers get another run. There were two hits, and they leave one. And after two innings of play, it's Tigers two, Red Sox one. You know how it is with vacations. You look at travel ads, you dream a little, you save a little, and then you go and spend the money on something foolish, like groceries. But probably all you need to take that vacation you really want is a little push, like a little cash to make it possible. That's where a vacation loan from Hartford National comes in. A Hartford National vacation loan can take you anywhere, to the Cape for a week, even to Europe for the whole summer. And when you get there, you won't have to scrimp because we'll give you the cash for all the extras, like luggage or camping equipment. Now, Hartford National wants you to go right on feeling good when you get back, so we keep the monthly payments painless. Ask about a vacation loan at Hartford National. It's the only way to go. Hartford National Bank. The Tigers lead the Red Sox two to one. And we go to the top of inning number three. Lynn McLaughlin, the Red Sox pitcher, will be first up. Then Tommy Harper and Doug Griffin. Tigers got a run in each inning. One in the first on a home run by Gates Brown. Eddie Brinkman has doubled one home in the second. The Red Sox scored on two walks and a single in their half of the second inning. Hope this finds all the men and women in armed forces radio around the world. Armed forces, rather, listening to this. Pleased and uh, maybe some of you are rooting for the Tigers and the Red Sox. But this is from Detroit, USA. All right, top of the third inning. McLaughlin's up and so is Dave Martin. Thank you, Ned. McLaughlin batting left-handed against right-hander Selbach and the pitch is a ball inside ball one. Flynn has gotten some hits. He has four hits and 19 times up, 2-11 average. Pretty good average for a pitcher. There's a swing and he hits a fly ball deep to left. Gates Brown chasing it, can't get to it. It bounces to the fence. Here's McLaughlin going to second base, standing up with a double. A long field double for the pitcher, Lynn McLaughlin. He hit it between Gates Brown and the line. Ball bounced short of the warning track and then bounced to the fence and goes for two bases. That brings up the leadoff man, Harper, and the Red Sox have the tying run at second base with nobody out. Harper grounded to short the first time up. Two to one, Tigers lead. We're in the top of the third at Detroit. And McLaughlin helped his own cause with a solid base hit, two base hit. He's on second base. Stretched by Selbach, the pitch. He punts it out in front of the plate. Selbach picks it up, throws it to first. He's out. He got the batter, and on the play, McLaughlin goes to third base. It'll be a sacrifice for Harper. That brings up the second baseman, Griffin. The bunt was to the left of the mound, actually. And the pitcher, Selbach, had to come off the mound quite a ways to pick it up, but he was then only uh, a few feet away from first base, had an easy throw to first to get the batter, Tommy Harper. Here's Doug Griffin. Now a man is on third base for the Red Sox with only one out. 
Infield comes in now, playing about three steps from the edge of the grass. Here's a line drive and a left base hit. That's going to score the run and maybe a two-bagger. Up with the ball is Gates Brown. Throw to second base. He is safe on a close play at second base. Gates Brown to Dick McCullough and a second base umpire. Frank Humont called him safe. Doug Griffin just did slide in ahead of that throw. Just made it. Ball is hit right over the third baseman's head down the line. Gates Brown hustled over and came up with that ball in a hurry and made a good throw to second base. Griffin slid in ahead of it. So it's tied up now at two and two. A double and run batted in for Griffin. And it rings up Carl Yastrzemski. Yes, wide out to left field the first time up. Red Sox have now made three hits, two in this inning. Both of them doubles in this inning. Here's a ball outside. Oh, he calls it a strike, pardon me. Yes, turned away from the pitch, and umpire Hank Sore called it a strike. Count is strike one on Carl Yastrzemski. Yes, playing first base today place of Danny Cater, who sprained his ankle on a dugout step in New York yesterday. Here's the ball. It's low and close. Count is one and one on Yastrzemski. Griffin at second base. Billy Martin has John Hiller, a left-hander, up in the bullpen. Second time he's been up. Stretch by Selbach. And the pitcher is a high pop-up. Second baseman, McCullough, getting out of the ball near the bag. He's got it for the out. That's two out. It brings up Reggie Smith. Jastrzemski popped out to Dick McCullough. Reggie drew a walk the first time up. This is only the second start for Selbach this season. He used in relief, and he has seven saves in addition to seven victories been involved in 14 winning games. He's lost five. His ERA 2.90. He's been in 35 games altogether. Pitch to Reggie. A swing and a foul. Back up on the screen. Strike one. Delbach had very little time in the minor leagues before he was promoted to the majors. Had a 12-2 and record with Toledo last year. An ERA of 3.59. Came up to the Tigers last year. Got into five games. Had no record. Here's a ground ball. McCullough to his left. Up with it. Throw to first. He's out. McCullough to cash to retire the side. One run and two hits. One man left. That's the end of the top of the third. The score tied up. Tigers two and Red Sox two. There's gotta be more joy for the world to see, more joy for you and me. There's gotta be joy, joy, joy from the room for you and me. from a dealer's final clearance.
to the third down, the top of the order up for the Tigers, Dick McCullough. Struck out the first time up. He's been hitting well lately. It's safely a nine of the last ten games. Ball is outside, ball one. McCullough and Tony Taylor share the second base duties for Detroit. Billy Martin platoons them. Here's the ball outside, and it goes to 2-0 on McCullough. Batting 231, five homers, 20 runs batted in. Very open stands. Looks awkward just to take a look at him. Looks as if he's in an awkward position, but he's pretty effective with that stance. There's a spike call. Count goes to two and one. This game tied at two and two in the third inning. Here's the lineup of the pitch. Spike called in the outside corner. Fastball by McLaughlin. Makes it two and two. Gotham throws fastball, slider, curveball, and a straight change. The big guy, here's the pitch. Fastball outside, ball three, strike two. Lynn 6'2 and 185. Hails from Monroe, Louisiana. 3 2 pitch to McCullough. Swing and he hits a high foul fly ball out of play. Still 3 and 2. Distance at Tiger Stadium is 325 down the right field line and 340 down the left field line. The fences here all around the park are uniformly nine feet high. Line drive into right center field. That's going to be an extra base hit. Hartford's going to take it all the way to the fence. McCullough around second. There's the throw to Griffin. He turns and then does not make a throw. And it's a three-base hit for McCullough. McCullough found the alley with that line drive. Hit it squarely between Harper and Smith in the right center field. And it was hit very hard. Nobody had a chance to cut it off. Harper chased it all the way to the fence out there. By the time he ran it down, McCullough had a three-base hit. Harper's throw was to the cutoff man Griffin. uh, The relay man Griffin in short right center. And Griffin turned saw that he had no play at third base. Simply held on to the ball and into the infield. Here's Aurelio Rodriguez with a man on third base and nobody out. First triple of the season for McCullough. Here's a ball, a little bit outside to Rodriguez, ball one. Very first three-bagger for Dick McCullough this year. He has six doubles, five home runs. Count is ball one on Rodriguez. Our heading third baseman is very tough up there, very dangerous. There's a swing and a foul back up on the screen. Count is one and one. He struck out the first time up, swinging and missing on a fastball. McLaughlin, the first time around the Tiger batting order, struck out four batters. McCullough, Rodriguez, Cash, and the pitcher, Selba. The infield about halfway in. Early in the ball game yet, well, only in the third inning. Here's the lineup of the pitch. He changed up and he fooled him with that pitch. Rodriguez around ahead of the pitch and missed it. Swing and miss ball one, strike two. And on third, nobody out for Detroit. Last of the third inning. Game tied two and two. 
Red Sox infield, halfway in. Petroselli, Kennedy, Griffin, and Yastrzemski are on the infield today. Oglevy in left, Harper in center, Smith in right, the battery McLaughlin and Fisk. Here's the one-two pitch. Fastball, swing and a miss, threw it by him. That's twice now that McLaughlin has overpowered Rodriguez with a fastball on a third strike. Just threw that ball right by him. Here's Gates Brown, who had a home run the first time up. Gates Brown, a power-hitting left-hand hitter. Hit one off the facing of the upper deck for a home run. First time up in the first inning. Right after McCulloch and Rodriguez had both struck out against McLaughlin. Here's the pitch to Brown. Swing, ground ball. The shortstop, he's up for the ball, holds the runner, throws the first, he's out. McCulloch had to stay right at third base. And the left-hand hitter up there, Kennedy, the shortstop, moved into the edge of the grass. The second baseman, Griffin, was playing about halfway back. Brown hit the ball to Kennedy out of the edge of the grass, and uh, he had no trouble holding McCall up at third base, and then he threw the batter out, Gates Brown. Here's Bill Freehand. Freehand grounded to short the first time up. Now with two out, the Red Sox infield playing back in their normal position. Pitch to freehand as a ball inside. He ducked away from it. Ball one. Still hitting 261. He was the starting catcher in the All-Star game. He's hit five home runs this year, 42 RBIs. The Tigers team batting average is only 231. There's the pitch. Swing, there's a line drive in the left field, dropping in a base hit. Ogilvy has it on the first bounce, but it scores the run. And the Tigers lead now 3-2. to two. On the first pitch to Freehan, he was nearly knocked down. Pitch was high inside. He came right back on the second pitch. And line to hit the left field. A uh, clutch two-out hit by Freehan. Brings up Norm Cash, who struck out the first time up. Here's the pitch to him, there's a swing, and he hits a long wall up in the left field, but it's going to be caught. Ogilvy right there and has it for the out. Ball was well hit, but Ogilvy was, didn't hardly have to move out of his track to grab that ball in left field. Stood there and grabbed it to retire the side. One run and two hits, and one man left. At the end of three, it's three to two in favor of Detroit. <laughs> drinker, you know there's nothing worse than getting caught with a full thirst in an empty refrigerator. Well, don't get caught short. Buy Schaefer beer by the case, just in case. And see to it that you've got enough bright, rewarding Schaefer to see you through. With pleasure that keeps coming through, beer after frosty cold beer. Brother, you've got it coming.
fourth inning now here at Tiger Stadium in Detroit, Michigan. A beautiful Sunday afternoon for baseball. We hope you're enjoying the action wherever you are and whatever you're doing today. I'm Dave Martin with Ned Martin in Detroit. Here's Rico Petroselli now to start the Red Sox fourth inning. He drew a walk the first time up. First pitch by Selbank at the ball. It's low ball one. Timmerman was supposed to start this first game, but he pulled a muscle on his side. Well, Selbach got the starting call. Selbach was the original choice to start the second game today. He winds up starting the first game. Here's a spike call. Second game pitcher will now be Joe Necro, called up from Toledo just last night. Louis Tiant will pitch for the Red Sox in game two. Here's the ball. It's low to make it two and one to Petroselli. Rico had only one hit in the Yankee series and ten times up. That was his first series after the operation. Here's a swing and a ground ball to the third baseman. Fair ball. Rodriguez throws. He's out. Just did get it. Slow bouncing ball right near the line. And Rodriguez backhanded the ball behind the bag at third. Had a long throw and just did get Petroselli for the out. Rico had, a, had an, a star, an infected star removed from his... High during the All-Star break. Missed uh, the Thursday night game in New York, but has played in every game since. Here is Pudge Fisk now, the catcher. He relieved freehand in the All-Star game catching and came through with a hit. Fisk was 4 for 11 against the Yankees and is 1 for 1 so far today. Five hits in his last 12 times up. Batting 312 right up among the American League leaders in hitting. Pitched to him as a ball outside ball on this having a great rookie year. He drove in a run with a single in the second inning in this game. Griffin drove in the second Red Sox run with a double in the third. Score of the game is 3-2. to two. The Tigers lead the pitch. It's a spike call. Fastball on the outside corner. Count is ball one, strike one. New York playing at Baltimore today. It's a late afternoon game at Baltimore in a single game. The Orioles rallied yesterday to beat the Cleveland Indians 4-3 in 11 innings. They won that game on a home run by Brooks Robinson in the 11th. Indians won the first two games of that series. Swing and a foul. He fouled it back to the plate and it hit the facing in the upper deck. Ball one, strike two now as the count on Fisk. This is a this is an historic ballpark. It's painted green. There's a good hitting background here for the players. It's painted a dark green the entire park. Here's a swing and he hits a high fly ball. Short left center field. Brown coming in fast. And Brinkman dropped the ball. Had it in his glove and dropped it. Here's Fisk on second base. Brinkman ran out there in the short left field, had his back to the infield, and had he caught the ball, it would have been a very, very difficult play. He did have the ball in his glove, but he dropped it, and it goes as a two-base hit. Now we'll pause for station identification. This is Red Sox baseball. The New York Giants meet their old NFL rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, in a preseason encounter this Saturday night at 8 here on WTIC Hartford. 
Brown, playing left field, does not have a lot of speed. He came lumbering in. Brinkman, the shortstop, was going out. And Brinkman got the closest to it, tried to make a back-to-the-infield catch of the ball. Hop fly hit by Fisk, but could not hold on. Pitch now to Ogilvy is a strike call in the outside corner. Strike one. Ben Ogilvy, rookie left fielder. The Red Sox batting 261, having a good year. He's been especially effective as a pinch hitter. Down to strike one on Ogilvy. Man on second and one out. Here's the pitch. Swing line drive and right center field. Another hit. Fisk will score. He's around third and scores easily. Pick up by Stanley. Throw to second base and in standing up is Oakley. They double the right center. That ball on the power alley. Stanley chased it down, came up for the ball right near the warning track. And Oglevy has a stand-up double. Back-to-back doubles have produced a run, and that ties the game at 3-3. Three and three. Brings up John Kennedy. Both these teams building that ball today, and now the team totals are identical. Three runs, five hits, no errors for both the Tigers and the Red Sox. Unbatted in for Ogilvy is 13th of the year. Here's John Kennedy, the shortstop. Pitch to Kennedy is a strike call to the outside corner, strike one. Kennedy wants the ump sword to look at the baseball. Hank looks at it, throws it right back into the game, says something to Kennedy. Here's a final. The Cincinnati Reds beat the Giants today, four to nothing. Grimsley beat Marischal. Juan Marischal's record is only four and eleven. Grimsley the winner, nine and four. Got a strike one on Kennedy. The pitch, swing, ground ball through the box. Behind second is Brinkman. Pick up throw. He's out. And on the play, Oakley goes to third base. It's not a sharply hit ball. Was hit a little bit to the right of the mound. Brinkman made the pickup near second base and threw Kennedy out. Ogleby moves to third base, and the hitter now is Lynn McLaughlin. Ogleby is the lead run. 3-3 tied up ball game. Red Sox batting in the top of the fourth inning at Detroit of game one of a doubleheader today. McLaughlin doubled the first time up and scored a run. He's the hitter now, batting left-handed. Pitches a ball outside, ball one. Joe Coleman, I believe, is loosening up down the bullpen. The Tigers. Here's the pitch, and it's inside and low for a ball. The count is 2-0. and oh. Joe Coleman, a starting pitcher. Is warming up. Now the second baseman McCullough comes in, talks to the pitcher Selbach, and Hank Sore brushes off the plate. The season started, it appeared as if the Tigers had only two legitimate starting pitchers, Lowich and Coleman. They've been getting some good work out of Timmerman, who was a relief pitcher last year. And recently Bill Slayback has pitched well. There's a spike call. Out his ball, two strike one. Pitch was on the inside corner, waist high. Bill Slayback, a 24-year-old rookie, has been pitching well the last month to six weeks. 
swing and foul ball back of the plate. Ball two, strike two. Tigers also recently called up a pitcher by the name of Fred Holdsworth. He's had one start. A two and two count here on McLaughlin. McLaughlin in a crouch at the plate. Oh, oh, he swung and he he swung and he did foul, hit the ball, and the catcher hung on to retire the side. Freehan hung on to the ball, so McLaughlin is out on strikes. One run and two hits, one man left. And the score now at the middle of the fourth inning is tied up at three and three. You know, it's great to see Fenway Park in Boston jam to the rafters these days as the Red Sox play fine baseball. And that has all of New England excited again. There are more big games coming up at Fenway. The Red Sox will be home Starting on Tuesday night, they play four games with the Yankees, three with Baltimore and three with Cleveland in the next homestand. Vacation Family Day will be Wednesday afternoon, August 2nd, this coming Wednesday. That's a makeup game with the Yankees. It starts at 1.30. And as you know, in makeup games, every seat in the house is available on a first-come, first-served basis. If box seats are desired, Dad pays the regular price of $4, then can buy the adjacent box seats for the rest of the family for just $2 each. For reserved seats, Dad pays $3. The rest of the family is in for just $1.50 each. Vacation Family Day, Wednesday afternoon, August 2nd, against the Yankees. Tickets available at the Red Sox box office or at Parlene's in downtown Boston only. Now we move to the last of the fourth inning at Tiger Stadium in Detroit. The Red Sox have scored one run in each of the second, third, and fourth innings. The Tigers have scored one run in each of the first, second, and third innings. Here's Jim Northrup, left-hand hitter in the batter's box, facing McLaughlin to start the last of the fourth. Lined up in the pitch to him, a fastball outside, ball one. Northrop hitting 266 at game time, singled the first time up. Outside makes it ball two, two and nothing on Northrop. McLaughlin getting a sign again. Here's the lineup of the pitch. Pass ball, spike call to the inside corner, two and one. The Atlanta Braves are walloping in Los Angeles today the Braves 12 and the Dodgers 1 at the end of 4 innings outside just missed outside ball 3 strike 1 on Northrop Stanley will be next and then Brinkman here for the Tigers in the 4th on the line up at the next pitch it's a ball he walked in Northrop Took ball four inside. First walk issued by McLaughlin. Brings up Mickey Stanley. McLaughlin has the best earned run average of any Red Sox starting pitcher, 2.65. This is Lynn's eighth start since his recall from Louisville. He's had good control, walking only 10 batters in 54 in the third innings, striking out 42 batters. First man up, though, is Ronald Walk in this inning. Jim Northrup. Stanley bounced into a force play the first time up. There's a ball outside, ball one. 
Mickey Stanley has developed some power this year. He's hitting the long ball. He has nine homers, 33 runs battered in. Center fielder. Stretch by McLaughlin. Pitch. It's a spike. It's called in the outside corner. Makes it one and one. Well, if it's hot where you are, why don't you head out to your refrigerator right now for a cold, cold glass, a tall cold glass of Schaefer, the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Here's the pitch, and a ground ball to short. In comes Kennedy, throw to second out, throw to first. He is out, double play. Kennedy to Griffin to Yastrzemski. Good play, a high bouncer, Kennedy... Came in on it a little bit, made the pickup, and got that throw to Griffin, who made the pivot, and fired the first in time. Here's Brinkman, two out and nobody on. Eddie Brinkman doubled and drove it around the first time up. Chucks up on the bat. First pitch is low, ball one. Brinkman chokes up maybe an inch or an inch and a half. up at the next pitch, hits the spike knee high on the outside corner makes it one and one Tiger pitching coach is Art Fowler first base coach is Dick Trzewski third base coach is Joe Schultz ground ball to short, Kennedy makes the pickup, throw to first, he's out to retire the side, no runs, no hits, no errors Nobody left. One walk in the inning. First time the Tigers haven't scored. But out the end of four innings, it's three and three all tied up. Roll a few hot lines in a bowling alley, and you'll strike up a sizzling thirst. A more than one beer thirst. When that last frame is over, you'll be ready to score a couple of frosty cold beers. That's why you'll be more than ready for Schaefer. Schaefer comes on crisp and cold with flavor to spare. Flavor that never fails. So... Set yourself up to first beer pleasure every beer through. Brother, you've got it coming. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Going into the fifth inning now at Tiger Stadium, we've got a bang-up ball game going here. It's knotted up at three and three, the top of the order up for the Red Sox, and up right here is Ned Martin. All right, Dave, it looks like uh, one of those big afternoons for the hitters so far, anyway. If these two pitchers remain in there, why, it's going to end up around nine to eight or ten to nine somewhere, the way it started out, anyway. Solid hits by both clubs, and a home run by Detroit's Gates Brown. Red Sox and the Tigers each have five hits. Four extra base hits for the Red Sox and three for the Tigers. 
Tigers have had a double, a triple, and a home run. Red Sox have had four doubles. Tommy Harper up against Chuck Stelbach. Harper is grounded out and sacrificed. Takes the strike on the outside corner. Big, big crowd at Tiger Stadium. The pitch by the right-hander is outside to Tommy. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Outfield around the left a little bit. There's a breaking ball outside. Ball two, two and one. Doug Griffin on deck. Danny Cater unable to play today. Sprained his ankle yesterday at Yankee Stadium in the dugout. 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. 2-2. Two two. Fastball that Harper really wanted. Just as Cater was really hitting, he led the ball club in the, in the Yankee series with six hits and 14 trips. He got his average up to 240. Now he's down with a sprained ankle. There's a ball inside to Harper. Three and two to Tom. Full count to Harper. Stelbach gets the sign. Here it is. And it's checked wing foul up into the crowd in the first base section. Upper deck. Three balls, two strikes. Tommy stands in there. And the pitch by Selbach is swung on a ground at a shortstop. Brinkman has it, sure-handedly, throws it to first in time. Harper grounds to short. Three chances for Brinkman in this ballgame. Three assists handled. So he's over 300 consecutive chances without an error. One did pop out of his glove, but it went for a double, a pop fly double by Carlton Fisk on a very difficult chance for Brinkman. There could be no error charge there. Griffin pops a foul back into the right field sector, chased by Norm Cash. McCullough over, and Cash has it going away. Fine catch by Norman Cash. Oh, there is a beauty. That's a hard catch for a first baseman to make. But Norm, who started out as uh, years ago as what some of the guys call the pitcher at first base, has really improved his fielding to where he's more than acceptable. He made a going-away catch in that ball, like a football end or a wide receiver catching a pass in the end zone on a post pattern. He caught it right over his shoulder. Actually, McAuliffe had a better angle at it, but he wasn't there near the ball like Cash was, so it's two out. Yastrzemski up, takes the strike. I don't see how he could have possibly caught that ball without having eyes right in the back of his head. I know it. Stuck the glove right out in front of him as if he knew what he was doing all the time. Pitch Diaz is belted towards center field deep, but Stanley's there. A lot of room out there. That's all. That's the best ball that Kostemski has hit. But he's 0 for 3. And the Red Sox are down in order in the fifth inning. After four and a half, it's tied up 3-3. <laughs> 
Zare, the discount department store, is happy to be part of your baseball listening this summer. And Zare would like to take the summer worries out of driving your car. That's why they've stocked their automotive department with Prestone 2 Winter Summer Formula. Prestone 2 is once a year, all year protection for your car's cooling system. All summer long, Prestone 2 fights against boilover, even in air-conditioned cars, on the hottest days, in the heaviest traffic. And all winter, Prestone 2 fights against deadly freeze-ups, all the way down to minus 84 degrees. Prestone 2, it's the kind of good protection for your car that Zare believes in. So come save for yourself on Prestone 2, on 10-minute radiator flush, on anti-rust, on heavy-duty sealer, on engine scour, on anything you need for your car. From 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Zare, the discount department store that believes in making summer easy for you. Well, we're moving to the bottom of the fifth inning in a 3-3 ball game, the first of a doubleheader here at Tiger Stadium. Leading off for Detroit will be their pitcher, Chuck Felbach. Spells his name, S-E-E-L-B-A-C-H, and uh, up until about a month ago, it was pronounced as it was spelled, Steelbach. But Chuck wanted to change, the pronunciation changed anyway. Selbach, a right-handed batter, he struck out his first time, and he chops one foul off to the left. And a youngster, let's see, down below it. Got it. And it was a girl. She had a baseball glove. Made a good catch on a one-hopper. One strike. The pitch by McLaughlin. Curveball wrapped sharply to third on the ground. Stopped by Petroselli. Goes to first in time. Selbach grounding sharply to Rico at third. Dick McAuliffe has struck out and tripled to right center. The wind-up by McLaughlin and the pitch. A strike called. Now McLaughlin backs off. Right-hander throws. Fastball up high. One ball, one strike. Red Sox will be home on Tuesday night against the Yankees. A day-nighter Wednesday, the day game vacation family day. There's a pitch down low. Two and one. There'll be an afternoon game on Thursday, which is getaway for New York. Then the Orioles come in for the weekend, followed by the Cleveland Indians. Plenty of activity and uh, a strong homestand for the Red Sox. 2-1 pitch, foul back. 2-2 two two to McAuliffe. The Milwaukee Brewers are leading the Cleveland Indians 2-1 at the end of 8.5. Scott is homeward for the Brewers and McCraw for Cleveland. Well, beg your pardon. Now Cleveland has tied it up in the ninth on McCraw's home run. Tie game, 2-2. Pitch is a strike three call. McCullough is out and no argument much. He looks a little bit awry at the plate umpire Hank Thor, but goes back without an argument. McCullough called out on strike. Second time he has struck out. 
six strikeouts for McLaughlin. That Milwaukee-Cleveland game is the first of a doubleheader. Chicago nothing, Minnesota one. As Carmen Killebrew has just homered in the sixth inning. The Minnesota ahead of the White Sox one nothing. Wilbur Wood is pitching for Chicago. Rodriguez takes the ball. Texas at Oakland for a doubleheader. Kansas City at California in a night game this Sunday. Pitch a little pop fly to second base. Doug Griffin one-hands it, looking sideways into the sun. And McLaughlin has a 1-2-3 inning for the first time this afternoon. He did have three batters in the fourth, but he walked one of them, and there's a double play after that. But he gets three batters in a row, and at the end of five, it's still tied up 3-3. You know how it is with vacations. You look at travel ads, you dream a little, you save a little, and then you go and spend the money on something foolish, like groceries. Well, probably all you need to take that vacation you really want is a little push, like a little cash to make it possible. That's where a vacation loan from Hartford National comes in. A Hartford National vacation loan can take you anywhere, to the Cape for a week, even to Europe for the whole summer. And when you get there, you won't have to scrimp because we'll give you the cash for all the extras, like luggage or camping equipment. Now, Hartford National wants you to go right on feeling good when you get back, so we keep the monthly payments painless. Ask about a vacation loan at Hartford National. It's the only way to go. Hartford National Bank. In other scores, the New York Yankees play tonight at Baltimore. Getting more Sunday night games than we ever used to have. Montreal won and New York won in the National League. The Mets and the Expos won one at the end of six. Doug McGraw has come on in the seventh to relieve McAndrew for New York. Morton pitching for Montreal. The Pirates four and Philadelphia one after eight at Philadelphia in a single game. Richie Hepner hit a three-run homer for the Pirates in a big four-run eighth inning. And Chicago Cubs are leading the Cardinals 4-0 after 8 in the first game at Wrigley Field, first of two. Reggie Smith first up for the Red Sox, and the pitch from Selbach is low, ball one. Sixth inning here, game tied up 3-3. Atlanta is clobbering the Dodgers 12-3 at the end of four and a half in the first game of a doubleheader at Atlanta. The pitch to Reggie, banged into right field, base hit. Smith is on with a leadoff single in the Red Sox sixth inning. That's six hits now for Boston. Rico Petroselli is up. He has walked and grounded out. He was a nice play made on him by Rodriguez in third base in the fourth inning. Final score in the National. Cincinnati shut out San Francisco 4-0 in the first of two at Cincinnati. Ross Grimsley beating Juan Marichal. San Diego, four. Houston, one after three and a half at Houston. First game. There's a liner to left for Petroselli. Base hit. Harper stops at second. Rico chimes in with his first hit, as did Smith. And they're on with nobody out in the sixth inning. Seven hits for Boston now. And a hurry up. Call to the bullpen for Detroit.
uh, Joe Coleman again. How about that, sports fan? He was just loosening up, we thought, before, but he's being pressed in the bullpen now by Billy Martin. And uh, there's a conference at the mound now. Freehand out, along with Brinkman, talking to Selbach. Final in the American League, Cleveland got two in the bottom of the ninth inning to beat Milwaukee 3-2. to two. Phil Hennigan, the winner. Frank Lindsay, the loser. The first of a doubleheader. Billy Martin is walking now to the mound. They've uh, stalled enough, but Coleman has just started the throw there. Martin doing a turnaround in this game. Uh, Timmerman was unable to start because of a pulled muscle the left side of his abdomen. So uh, he's going ahead with his reliever, Selbach, as a starter. Now he's got a starter, Joe Coleman, warming up in the bullpen. And Martin and all of them are talking again at the mound to take more time up. Each team has three runs. The Red Sox now have seven hits to five for Detroit. Two uh, sturdy singles by Smith and Petroselli have let off this sixth inning. Carlton Fisk, who is two for two, will be up, and they hop the hook goes to the bullpen, and Joe Coleman is coming on. That's going to be all for Selbach. Coleman is relieving from the bullpen. You're listening to Red Sox Baseball from Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Well, here's uh, the Martin switch as Coleman comes on. Selbach went five innings plus, getting nobody out in the sixth, pitching his two batters. He has given up seven hits and three runs. He's responsible for two runners. He walked two, and he struck out one. That's the record on Selbach as Joe Coleman comes on. The Red Sox uh, scored one run each in the second, third, and fourth inning. The Tigers one run each in the first, second, and third inning for this game. There's been one home run. Gates Brown of the Tigers has hit it. There's been a whole gang of extra base hits floating around this ballpark. And this is just the first of two from Detroit in an important doubleheader for both ball clubs on a very warm afternoon and a pleasant afternoon in Detroit. The next batter up will be Fisk. Joe Coleman making his first relief appearance of the year. Coleman's record shows 12 wins and 8 losses. He has been in 24 games, all starting assignments. He has five complete games. He's pitched two shutouts. A total of 179 innings this year he's pitched, in which he's allowed only 126 hits. And that's a very fine hit-to-innings-pitch ratio. The pitcher gives up a hit every inning and isn't too bad, and he has only 126 and 179. He's allowed 44 earned runs. He's struck out 144 batters and has issued 73 bases on balls. Earned run average is 2.21. Throws a fastball and a slider and keeps that ball low. A good pitcher. Well, here we go. Coleman pitching to Carlton Fisk. And Coleman in the last couple of years has been very effective against the Red Sox. When he first came up with Washington. Why, the Red Sox used to beat him all the time. But uh, now he has become fully a pitcher and he's tough. Carlton Fisk is the batter. He has a single and a double. One run batted in and one run scored. Runners at first and second. Nobody out. The pitch is a strike call on the outside corner. Goldman, a tough right-hander.
Keeps the ball, though. A good thinking fastball. The Red Sox want to stay away from the double play if they can. Rodriguez is about even with a bag at third, maybe a step back. Cash is even with a bag at first. Brinkman and McAuliffe at double play depth. The pitch, outside, ball one. One ball, one strike to Fisk. Smith at second, Petroselli at first, nobody out. Fisk moves in there now. Coleman looks back. Now he looks down for the sign and throws sidearm pitch, waves at strike two. He came around from the side and curved fifth. That ball just kept riding away from Carlton all the time, and he kept riding after and had nowhere, nowhere near it with his bat. Coleman, two and one last year against the Red Sox. Eight and eight lifetime going into this season. Fist takes it outside. Ball two. Two and two to Pudge. Ben Oglevy on deck. He's hit the ball hard twice. Now Coleman working carefully. Has the count two and two to Fisk. Here's the set. Pitch. Way outside, ball three. Full count. That's kind of like the ball that Fisk chased for a strike. The Cubs shut out St. Louis 4-0 in the first game of their doubleheader. A six-hitter for Reichel. Durham, the loser. Second game at Cincinnati. Barr will pitch for the Giants. Tommy Hall for Cincinnati. Three and two to Fisk. Right now, here's the pitch. A little pop foul. First base side, cash over, and has it. It's a foul ball, he takes it. One out. We'll have a station break. This is Red Sox baseball. This is WTIC in Hartford, where the forecast is for increasing cloudiness tonight. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers with highs 75 to 80. Presently on the plaza, 83 degrees. Well, we're set to go now with Stan Ogleby coming on to bat. And in this game, he is lined to left, which resulted in a double play when Petroselli was caught napping at second. And then Ogleby doubled up the gap in right center field to drive in a run in the fourth. Coleman pitching to Ogleby. Smith at second, Petroselli at first, one out. Tie game, top of the sixth at Detroit. set by Coleman. The pitch. Line foul cracked down into the crowd near the bullpen in right field. He turned on it a little too much. Final in the National League. The Pirates beat the Phils 7-1. Bruce Keeson the winner. Barry Lurch the loser. 28,451 in Philadelphia for that game. Pirates rolling on. One strike to Ogilvy. Long look after that one by Coleman. Joe checks Reggie Smith at second and gets his sign from freehand. Oakley waiting at the plate. Here it is. 
low, ball one. One ball, one strike to Ben. One and one the count. Now the set. And the pitch. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball. One ball, two strikes. So he's out ahead of Oblivy. One and two. Then, waiting now as he swings the bat back and forth, pendulum fashion. Now he holds it. Here's the pitch to him, and he checks his swing and fouls it off. One and two. Solomon takes some time on the mound. He's very careful. Twelve game winner this year so far. Excellent chance to win 20. Pitching here in a 3-3 ball game in relief. Here it is. Inside and high. Ball two. Two and two. Teasing Ben up tight. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Now, Bowman looks for the sign. And the pitch. Strike three. Swinging. Got him to go for a low curveball. And Ogilvy strikes out. There's two men out. And Bowman has done some kind of job so far. With Smith and Petroselli atrophying at second and first. They've started the inning with a single each. Then they changed pitchers. Stood around a while. Bowman came on. He got Fisk on a foul ball. And he struck out Ogilvy. Now John Kennedy is up with two outs. Mets 2, Montreal 1 after 7 innings at New York. John Kennedy is hitless in two trips. He has flied to left and grounded to short. Goldman ready. Pitch to Kennedy is a strike call. Breaking ball on the outside corner. All right, Coleman is bearing down here. Red Sox started the inning as if they're going to pounce around a couple of runs and try to blow this thing open. But now there are two outs. One strike on Kennedy. Here's the set and the pitch. Inside, ball one. Coleman thought he had a call at that. He was a, came around from the side again and sinking fastball it tailed into Kennedy a little bit too much to make it a strike so it's one and one one ball one strike two out two on the pitch outside ball two two and one J.K. in the big spot right now 
two and one. Joe Coleman ready. Throws. Little looper into shallow right field. Maybe trouble. It's going to drop for a base hit. Here comes Smith to score. Over to third goes Petroselli, and the Red Sox take the lead, four to three. A little handle bloop into right field by Kennedy, but in the papers it looks like a line drive. In the box scores, anyway. And Kennedy gets an RBI, his 16th of the year, with two out and two on in the sixth inning. Coleman came in on his hands, and Kennedy just flopped it into right field. RBI single for John. That scores Smith and sends Petroselli to third. So, now, Lynn McLaughlin is coming up. Time call. Rico Petroselli at third base. Calling for something. I don't know where he's throwing the helmet back to the fat boy. Another one is being brought out to him. Tommy Harper brings one to the fat boy to hand to Rico. So an exchange of helmets at third base. There have been three Red Sox hits that inning, this inning. That run is charged to Selbach. The fourth given up by the starting right-hander. Runners at first and third. Two down and Lynn McLaughlin up. McLaughlin has doubled to left and struck out. Left-handed batter. Coleman gets set on the mound. He throws. And McLaughlin hits one high toward left field. Gates Brown over near the line. He's there. He's got it. Right at the edge of the warning pass. Pretty well hit ball by McLaughlin. But he's out. And it's another one-run inning. One run for the Red Sox in the top of the sixth. They had three hits. And they leave two in on base. After five and one-half innings, Red Sox four, Tigers three. These are the sounds of a couple of handball players burning up the court. And while they're out, they're scoring a searing thirst. A more than one beer thirst that just won't settle for just one cold beer. That's why after their last serve here, their next serve is going to be a couple of crisp, frosty shakers. Your first cold shaper opens with the most rewarding flavor in this man's world. And Schaefer keeps coming on with first beer pleasure every beer through. So treat yourself to flavor that never fades. Brother, you've got it coming. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Detroit half of the sixth inning with the Tigers trailing the Red Sox four to three. Gates Brown, the number three hitter in the batting order, will be first up against Lynn McLaughlin. Brown has hit a home run and grounded a short. He has the only home run of the game. The Red Sox have four runs, eight hits. The Tigers have three runs, five hits. Lawson bends for the sign. 
goes to work, and it's a strike call. Red Sox are leading for the first time in this ballgame. Pitch, low, ball one. One ball, one strike. Bill Freehand kneeling below us on deck. McLaughlin throws and a changeup is outside. Ball two, two and one. Brown bent over from the left side. The fastball popped up. High pop-up in the infield. The maypole dance comes and Petroselli is under it. Rico takes it back of the pitching mound. Gates Brown pops to third. There's one down in the sixth inning. Bill Freehand coming up with one for two. He drove in a run with a single to left in the third inning. Freehand, a right-handed batter. McLaughlin looks around, now gets ready to pitch. Lynn throws, and it's a strike called on the outside corner. The right arm around, and the pitch to the plate. Fly ball to right field. Reggie Smith looking up into the sun, coming in. He's got it. Two down. Two away in a hurry in the sixth inning for the Tigers. Here's Norm Cash. Cash has struck out and fly to left. McLaughlin all set to go. He pitches and it's low outside. Ball one. Cash always a big home run threat in this park where he's hit a zillion of them. Here's a strike called. One ball, one strike. He has hit some truly enormous clouts out of here. He's just hit them over the roof and right several times. Off the facing. Here's the pitch. Change up. Hit foul past first base. A sharp shot. Rocketing past the bag at first, just foul. The count is one and two. A ball and two strikes to Norm. Two outs in the Tiger sixth with the Red Sox leading 4-3. McLaughlin, the pitcher, goes to work. There's a fly drive into left center field for a base hit. Dropping quickly, Cash takes the turn. He's going to hold at first base as the ball is thrown in by Ogilvy. A single to left center by Cash. Runner at first base, two out, Jim Northrup up. Northrup has single to left and walked. Tigers now have six hits off McLaughlin. Lynn wants to talk to Fisk about Northrup. Northrop 
Coming in with a tying run at first base. Two out, six innings. Jim levels the bat back and forth. Waiting for the delivery by McLaughlin. Here it is. It's outside. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. The set. The 1-0 pitch. Strike called. One ball, one strike to Jim. Ball and a strike. Cash off first base. Stremski holds against him. There's a pitch lifted to left field very high. Ben Ogilvy coming in and now over toward the line. Backing up. He's got it. North replies to left and that ends the inning. In the sixth for the Tigers. No runs. One hit and one left. Six full innings have gone by with a score. Red Sox four. Tigers three. Now at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. Joy, gotta be. At your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. Joy, 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 joy. is the Chrysler Newport Royal. Big, beautiful Royal. Just for starters, it's our lowest price Chrysler. And now that it's final clearance. Your move up to a big, luxurious car. Just got a whole lot easier. Now at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. Top of the seventh inning. The Red Sox have four runs and eight hits. The Tigers have three runs and six hits. Joe Coleman into his second inning of relief, pitching to Tommy Harper, and for play-by-play, Dave Martin. Thank you, Ned. Harper has been up twice officially without a hit. The first pitch is a sidearm delivery, a spike call to the outside corner. Strike one. Other time up, Tommy sacrificed. He's over two. Twice he's bounced out to the shortstop. Other sidearm pitch, Spike called, same spot, outside corner, and Tommy turns around and has a little conversation with Hank Sore about it. Sore uh, meets him, talks to him, just as if they're uh, talking over world affairs. They don't seem to be joying at each other, just having a discussion. You can hear the Red Sox dugout livening up, though. They're howling at it, Sore. Got a strike two on Tommy Harper. Here's the sidearm delivery, a swing, and he fouls it. He looks like he tried to check his swing. Ball hit his bat, went up in the screen. Foul, nothing in two on Harper. Freehand came all the way back to the screen, had no chance. Griffin will be next, and then Yastrzemski here in the seventh. only the fifth game between these two teams this year and they'll play 18 before it's all over 
Fastball outside for a ball. One and two is the count on Harper. Joe Coleman on the mound. Gives you an idea of how badly Billy Martin wants this ball game. Well, he brings Coleman, a starting pitcher, in for the first time this year in relief. There's a ball outside, two and two. Now the Tigers turn to fuss a bit about that one. Ball two, strike two on Harper. Right arm, it's the ball outside. Tried to give him that same pitch on which he got the first two called strikes, but he missed outside that time. Ball three, strike two. Coleman used to be with the Washington Senators, used to throw a fourth ball among his assortment. It's pretty much discarded it, though, the last couple of years. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Fastball, and he missed outside. He walked him. He went to two strikes with him. First two-pitch strikes called, and then Harper worked him for a walk. So it brings up Griffin. First man up is on here in the top of the seventh inning. The Red Sox are leading Detroit 4-3. Doug Griffin up there now. First walk issued by Coleman. Let's see what Griffin does. A good bunter. See whether Casco goes plays for a one run, run here uh, when he's already one run ahead or whether he tries to get a couple more uh, just by hitting. Got a hunch. We'll see Griffin butt. Griffin has one hit, a double. Going to run with that hit. Throw to first, and Tommy is back in hand to first. Now the stretch by Coleman. Take the first again, he's back. Just did get back. Tommy gets up and brushes off his uniform. Now he edges out to a lead. Stretch by Coleman. Throw to first. Again, he goes back in hand first. This happened in New York a couple of days ago. In a steel situation. In a close game. Must have been five or six throws made to first base on Harper. Before the pitcher finally threw a, threw a pitch. First base umpire is Ron Luciano. Now the stretch by Coleman. Throw to first. Safe. That's four times now that Joe Coleman is on the first base since he has thrown his last pitch. Hasn't made a pitch to Doug Griffin as yet. Tommy gets the lead again. Now the pitch to Griffin. He was ready to bunt, but took it outside for a ball. Talking with Don Lenhart, the first base coach, about this very situation here. He says Tommy knows exactly how far to go. He gets a good lead. Now he edges off. Back to first. He is safe. Boy, he crawled back in and just didn't make it. 
Five, six, there's another throw to first. Coleman took the throw and fired it right back to Kez. Coleman has a good move to first base, too, for a right-hander. You've got to watch him very carefully. Tommy has read him pretty well. You've got to look at a pitcher's feet in, a, in this particular instance more than anything else, just to concentrate on that left foot and the right foot, of course, the pivot foot. Another throw, he's back. At seven. <laughs> Coleman stands off the mound, swings his arm as if he's going to throw it over there. He took the return throw from Cash off the mound and just sort of swung his arm at his side as if he was going to throw it over there, but didn't throw it. He has made seven throws now. Here's the stretch again. Now he's pitching with a runner going, a bunt. Here's Coleman picking it up, throwing the McCall. He's out at first base. Tommy was going with the pitch and Griffin bunted the ball in front of the plate and gets credit for a sacrifice. Only play was at first base, and Coleman made the play there to Dick McAuliffe covering. So it brings up Carl Yastrzemski. He's been up three times without a hit. Carl now has made just five hits in his last 52 times at bat. Average only 269 in game time. Going downward steadily. Harper at second base with one out, seventh inning of the ball game. It's four to three in favor of the Red Sox. Foul ball back at the plate, strike one. Swung on a fastball, fouled it off. Minnesota Twins have shut out the White Sox, one to nothing. Jim Perry pitched a six-hitter to even his record at nine wins and nine losses. Wilbur Wood took the loss, now 16 and 11. He allowed only five hits. Count of strike one on Yastrzemski. Pitch. Here's a strike. Gets called in the inside corner. The Coleman is ahead of Yaz now with a two-strike count. Outfield is playing him pretty much straight away and deep. Maybe just a uh, hair toward right. Left fielder Brown is uh, shaded over a little bit toward left center. Here's the pitch and a swing and a high hopper to the first baseman. Cash has it, goes to the pitcher covering, he's out. And on the play, Harper goes to third base. Cash could not charge that high hopper. He had to wait for the hop to come down, the ball to come down off a of bounce. Coleman got over to cover first, took the throw for the out on Yastrzemski. It brings up Reggie Smith. Reggie has a walk and a hit. And on third, two out now for the Red Sox in the seventh inning. And Billy Martin is going to the mound to talk to Coleman. Martin wins this game badly. His lead over the Orioles is only a game and a half. He has two pitchers warming up in the bullpen. One of them is John Hiller. Hiller is a left-hander. and The other one is a right-hander, Chris Zachary. Now Reggie Smith up there. He singled hard to right field the last time up. Drew a walk in the second inning. The other time up, he bounced out to the second baseman. They're going to walk him. Play outside for a ball. You know, walk Smith on purpose to get at Petroselli, a right-hand hitter. 
Reggie, of course, batting left-handed against Coleman. Here's ball two, way outside. This will put runners on first and third with two out. Two and nothing on Smith. Ball three. Three and nothing now. Freehand holding his glove way out to the left. Here's ball four. Now as Rico steps into the batter's box, let's pause for station identification. This is Red Sox baseball. Angela Lansbury, star of Broadway's Mame, joins Gene Colbert Tuesday morning at 11.05 here on WTIC Hartford, Connecticut. Dave Martin with Ned Martin at Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Crucial spot right here. Red Sox with runners at first and third, two out, top of the seventh inning. And the score four to three, the Red Sox lead. Petroselli has a walk and a hit. Here's the pitch to him, sidearm outside, ball one. Goldman likes the sidearm right-hand hitters. Petroselli drew a walk in the second and bounced out in the fourth inning, single to left field in the sixth inning. Fastball swing, long wallop in the left field. Way back goes Brown, leaps up and grabs the ball and then bangs into the fence. But he cut the ball and he hung on to it. Good play by Gates Brown. That ball was hit hard to left field. Gates back right up in front of the fence, caught the ball and then banged into the wall. But he's not hurt. He comes trotting in. Boy, a good catch in the clutch by Gates Brown. No runs, no hits, no errors, and two men are left, two walks. At the middle of the seventh inning, the Red Sox lead Detroit four to three. Really enjoy summer cleanup this year by renting lawn and garden power equipment from your Taylor Rental Center in Simsbury, South Hartford, or Manchester. You can rent thatchers, sweepers, garden tillers, post hole diggers, and many more work savers such as chainsaws, hedge trimmers, rollers, leaf blowers, outdoor giant vacs, fertilizer spreaders, and pruners. The thatcher, or power rake, by the way, is really quite a machine. It easily lifts out all the dead grass and leaves that choke your lawn without disturbing the healthy grass. You'll be amazed at all the thatch that comes up. Then you can gather it all with a power sweeper. You'll avoid a lot of sore muscles and have a more beautiful, vigorous lawn. Here are three nearby Taylor Rental Center locations. 542 Hot Meadow Street in Simsbury, Ledyard Street off Airport Road, South Hartford, and 155 Center Street in Manchester.
capacity here is 54,000. The pitch now to Stanley. Line drive right at Petroselli. Mickey Stanley at the first pitch and lined out to Rico Petroselli playing third base. That brings up Eddie Brinkman. One pitch and a hearted ball and an out. Brinkman has one hit. He doubled in the second inning and drove in a run. And he grounded out to short in the fourth inning. Tigers have made six hits, but only one since the third inning. Groffin has settled down since then and has pitched well. Spike called in the inside corner. Strike one. Groffin gave up a run in each of the first three innings, but has blanked the Tigers in the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings. Lined up by McLaughlin, the pitch, fastball, high hopper to third. Is it fair or foul? It's foul. High hopper right down the line, and then foul ball called by umpire Hank Soar. The count is strike two on Brinkman, who is all the way down past first base now and was walking slowly back to the plate. Cleveland has beaten Milwaukee in their first game. The Twins beat the White Sox today. New York plays at Baltimore later at the 5.30 starting time in Baltimore. Kansas City at California, Texas at Oakland later. Now, Brinkman in the batter's box. Connelling is strike two. There's the lineup in the pitch by McLaughlin. Here's a strike call to the outside corner. Brinkman turned and knew it. Went right back to the dugout without saying a word. Good breaking ball by Lynn McLaughlin at the outside corner of Wayside. That brings up a pinch hitter, Haller, batting for the pitcher, Coleman. Zachary is still warming up. Hiller is sitting down, so apparently Zachary will be the new pitcher. This is Tom Haller second string catcher of the Tigers who used to be in the National League with the Dodgers and the Giants batting with two out and nobody on here's a ball outside, ball one Haller's average is 204, he has two home runs and 13 runs batted in that's left handed low and away for a ball makes it 2-0 and all on Haller his brother Bill Haller is an American League umpire Two and nothing to count. Spike. Oh, correction, ball three. Pardon me. He called it a ball outside. Three and nothing. Three and nothing is the count on Tom Heller. And he walked him on four pitches. Ball gets away, goes back to the screen. Fist hustles back to pick it up. Heller stops at first base. McLaughlin walked Haller on four pitches after getting the first two men up out in this inning, and here's Casco going to the mound. Casco wants this game just as badly as Billy Martin does. Nobody in the Red Sox bullpen, but now, just as I said that, they start to move out there, and we're going to get a couple of pitchers warming up for the Red Sox. Bill Lee, a left-hander. Al Neuhauser, a right-hander. Now Billy Martin makes another move. Haller is going out for a pinch hitter, a pinch runner, pardon me, a pinch runner 
At first base, Wayne Comer, C-O-M-E-R, Comer. That was only the second base on balls issued by McLaughlin in this game. So Comer at first base represents the tying run for Detroit. Two out. Last half of the seventh inning. Casco now goes back to the Red Sox dugout. After talking to McLaughlin at the mound. First base umpire Luciano and the second base umpire Yuman hold a little powwow. <laughs> Everybody having a little meeting there. Now everybody's in place. And Dick McAuliffe is the hitter up to three times and has one hit, a triple. Other two times he has struck out and once was caught looking. First pitch is inside, ball one. Comer, the runner at first, two out. Seventh inning, Red Sox lead four to three. Ground ball, second baseman Griffin up with it, throw to first, he's out to retire the side. Griffin to Yastrzemski. No runs, no hits, no errors, one walk, one man left. At the end of seven, the Red Sox lead Detroit four to three. Need it? Rent it. That's a good neighbor policy and sound advice. At your tale of rental centers in Portland, Rocky Hill, and Norwich, you'll find things to rent for every event. Renting cuts the high cost of living, eliminates storage and repair problems. With advantages like these, you'll never have to bother your neighbors. Plus, you'll have the equipment the professionals use available to you. Want to sand a floor, paint a wall, remove wallpaper, shampoo a rug, or move furniture? Then do it the easy way by renting the professional equipment you'll need from your Taylor Rental Center. Taylor has things to rent for every event, and you can rent by the day, week, or month. Taylor researches and tests every product in inventory for attractiveness, durability, care of operation, both by amateurs and professionals. Taylor provides only top-quality tools and other equipment. Here are three Taylor locations, 224 Main Street in Portland, 1904 Silestine Highway in Rocky Hill, and 415 West Main Street in Norwich. Their Detroit pitcher is Chris Zachary, who has one victory, no saves, no losses. Turn run average is 1.42. This is his 14th appearance, all in the league. A tall, lanky right-hander. Joe Coleman pitched two innings, allowed no runs, one hit, two walks, one strikeout. We're going to the eighth inning. It's a 4-3 to three ball game in favor of the Red Sox in the first of a pair today at Detroit. And here again is Ned Martin. All right, Dave. This has been a grinder this afternoon, this first game. Teams trading single-run innings for a while. Then the Red Sox stepped ahead in the sixth on a bloop single to right by John Kennedy. That's been the big hit of the game so far. Also, Gates Brown has figured offensively and defensively for Detroit. Brown has had a home run, and he also has made a good catch on Petroselli's line drive that almost made the fence last half inning. First up for Boston will be Carlton Fisk. Then it'll be Ben Ogilvy and John Kennedy. Zachary, a right-hander. Carlton Fisk in this game has singled in a run, doubled to left and scored, and fouled out.
Zachary delivers inside to Pudge. Ball one. One ball, no strike. Here it is, and a strike is called. game for Louisville. He's pitched well the last week. The 1-1 pitch. There's a high pop foul. Third base side. Nobody can get it. Freehand came over under us. And Rodriguez came over. The ball dropped out of the uh, upper deck right in front of us down into the lower deck. Louisville won its game 8-3 with Moretz, the winning pitcher. I think he had a shutout last time out. So contrary to reports, he's still with the ball club and is not folding the club. The 1-2 pitch. Fly ball, deep toward left field. Back goes Brown. He's there. He's got it. And the Red Sox fly balls are just yards from the fence, but not making it quite. That ball went about the same as Petroselli's shot, only uh, Brown was there this time to get back under fist. He made a catch near the auxiliary scoreboard on Rico and then banged into the scoreboard. Cleveland beat Milwaukee 3-2 in the first game. Milwaukee failed to score in the top of the first inning of the second game. Minnesota shut out the White Sox 1-0 on Harmon Killebrew's 18th homer. Texas at Oakland, a doubleheader. First game will have Bosman against Odom. Dick Bosman for the Rangers, Blue Moon Odom for Oakland. Ogilvy chops one to the mound. A one-hopper taken there by Zachary. Throws to first. Quickly, two men are out in the Red Sox eighth inning. Kansas City plays at California later this evening. New York at Baltimore in a 5.30 game. In National League play, the Montreal Expos lost to the New York Mets as Tug McGraw came on in relief to hold Montreal, and the Mets beat them 3-1. to one. McGraw, the winner, he's 4-0, and Carl Morton was the loser. 30,000 there at New York. There's a foul back by the batter, John Kennedy. Kennedy has one hit in three trips, and that's the go-ahead single in the sixth inning. Pittsburgh beat Philadelphia 7-1. Pitch, low for a ball. Richie Hebner had a three-run homer in that Pittsburgh win. The Cubs shut out St. Louis in the first game, 4-0. Reuschel, the winner, over Durham. The Cardinals got four runs in the first inning of the second game. A check swing by Kennedy is low, ball two, two and one. Atlanta is throttling Los Angeles, 14-4 after eight innings. First game of a doubleheader. Here's the pitch. Strike swinging. Two and two to Kennedy. Cincinnati shut out the Giants 4-0 in the first of two at Cincinnati. No score after one in the nightcap. Houston 6, San Diego 4 after five innings in the first of a doubleheader at Houston. Raiders homered for Houston. A lot of doubleheaders today. 2-2 pitch. Kennedy swings, misses, strike three. An easy 1-2-3 inning for Chris Zachary on in relief of Joe Coleman who went two innings and gave up one hit and no runs. So a strong inning for right-hander Zachary in the eighth. 
getting the side in order, including a strikeout. After seven and a half, it's 4-3, Boston. Don't just believe it when they say Schaefer has flavor that never fades. Have a couple of tall, frosty, cold glasses and see for yourself. You'll find that first cold Schaefer tastes great, but it's the second glass and the third that'll really make you a believer. They'll show you how Schaefer stays consistently crisp and bright, glass after glass. And that's when you'll want to switch to Schaefer. Going to the Detroit half of the eighth inning. The Red Sox leading four to three. Out hitting the Tigers eight to six. Lynn McLaughlin has gone all the way. First man up will be Aurelio Rodriguez, the third baseman. McLaughlin has struck him out twice. And the other time up, Rodriguez popped up. Rodriguez, Gates Brown, and Bill Freehand. McLaughlin kicks and throws and misses inside, ball one. Don Newhauser and Bill Lee get up to throw again in the Red Sox bullpen. Just as a precautionary measure right now to be ready in case they're needed in a hurry. They were up before. McLaughlin throws, swinging strike. One ball, one strike. Tight 4-3 ball game, the Red Sox leading. Rodriguez stands out a moment. Count is one and two to him. Lynn McLaughlin gets the sign. Right-hander ready. Throws. Challenges him with a fastball high. Ball two. Two and two. He struck him out on fastball twice. Throws, curve is inside, ball three, three and two now. Full count to Rodriguez. Right-handed batter steps in. McLaughlin reads the sign from fifth, nods his head, and here we go. 3-2 pitch, chopped up to the mound. Taken by McLaughlin. Throws to first in time. A high throw. Kostremski had to cross over on the bag toward the foul portion. 
of the field, and he got it. So Rodriguez is out. One to three. One out. Gates Brown up. Brown has hit a home run. That came in the first inning. A liner off the facing in the upper deck in right center. The other two times up, he has grounded to short and popped the third. So, reasonably, he has apparently not gotten that pitch again. Right side of the infield back. Pitch is high to Brown. Ball one. Yastrzemski is playing one step back on the outfield grass. And he's about two and a half, three yards in from the foul line. Here's the pitch. Strike swinging. Brown all the way around on that one. A lot of air out of the ballpark on that one. One ball, one strike. Now the pitch. Ball outside, two and one. Final in the National League first game, Atlanta 14, the Dodgers 4. 14 to 4. Bill Singer losing pitcher. The winner was Ron Reed in that lapper. There's a ball inside. Three and one to Brown. Three balls, one strike. Bill Freehand on deck. McLaughlin went three and two before getting getting Rodriguez on the ground ball. Now he's three and one to Brown. Can't afford to make it too good into Brown's wheelhouse. Three-one pitch. Strike call picks up the outside corner. Three and two again. McLaughlin all set. Throws. High pop up. Foul. Third base side. Petroselli near the stand. Won't be able to get it. Still three and two. to Brown. Lawson gets another baseball. Red Sox four, the Tigers three in this first game if you just joined us. Red Sox trailing the Tigers in the standings by six games. The wind up and pitch. Line drive foul down in the right field. A vicious liner by Gates Brown, but curving foul all the way. Three and two. McLaughlin winds and throws. Ground ball, Yastrzemski at first base. Has it, underhands it to McLaughlin covering. They've got him. And Yastrzemski has a chance on a ground ball for the first time in the game. He throws over to McLaughlin for the out. Two down in the Tiger 8. Bill Freehand is up. Freehand is grounded to short. Single to left to drive in a run and fly to right. Game late. You're wondering why Yastrzemski's playing first base. Danny Cater has a sprained ankle. He sprained in the game yesterday at New York. And was unable to run or move laterally. So he'll be out of there, so, and Yastrzemski's at first. 
pitch is high to freehand, ball one. gone, nobody on, and the Tiger 8. Norm Cash on deck. The 1-0 pitch. Swinging strike. One ball, one strike. McLaughlin reading the sign. Freehand waiting at the plate. And the pitch is a strike call on the inside corner. One and two. Lee and Newhauser continue to throw, but uh, not hurriedly now in the bullpen. They lob a couple and they watch to see what's happening on the field. Here's the pitch. Foul ball out of play. One and two. Outfield overshifted on freehand. Powerful right-handed batter. Lynn McLaughlin ready. The one-two pitch. Ball outside. Two and two. In the second game, Louis Tiant will go for the Red Sox. Joe Necro, just recalled from Toledo, will pitch for Detroit. The 2-2 pitch. High ball three. Three and two. McLaughlin hung a curve. Three balls, two strikes. There have been three full counts this inning for Lynn McLaughlin. Thrown a lot of pitches. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Ball four. He lost him. A two-out walk to freehand. Third walk given up by McLaughlin. Eddie Casco is coming to the mound. Norm Cash is the batter. And Casco is moving steadily toward the mound now. He's going to go to the bullpen and Bill Lee. He wants Bill Lee to pitch to the left-handed hitter Norm Cash right now. And that will be all for Lynn McLaughlin, who did himself proud again today in facing the heavy-hitting Tigers in their own ballpark. Gave up an early home run to Gates Brown. Single runs, as a matter of fact, in the first three innings. But has shut them out through the last four. And has uh, a one-nothing, or a one-run lead as he will leave the game in favor of Bill Lee. So McLaughlin goes off and gets a nice hand, not only from Red Sox supporters here, but from the uh, Tiger fans who realize a gutty pitching job by this rookie who has looked so good for the Red Sox most of the time. McLaughlin goes seven and two-thirds innings. He has given up six hits, and five of those hits came in the first three innings, only one hit in the last four and two-thirds. He has allowed three runs. He's responsible for one base runner. He walked three. He struck out seven. And he leaves now as Bill Lee warms up. This will be Bill Lee's 32nd appearance of the year. He's won six, saved three, lost three. Earned run average is 3.63. Bill's pitched 52 innings, allowed 44 hits. He's allowed 21 earned runs, issued 19 walks, and has 30 strikeouts. Now, Norm Cash, last year, 
against left-hand pitching, batted only 237 against right-handers last year. He batted 299, some 60 points higher, 62 points higher to be exact. Cash uh, has been lifted for a pinch hitter. Billy Martin has done that uh, several times this year, but apparently he's not going to now. He's got he's got five right-hand hitters on the bench: Ike Brown, Tony Taylor, Willie Horton, Kaline. Although Kaline is out right now with a full muscle, really just four right-hand hitters on the bench. And uh, but he's going to let Cash right here bat for himself against Bill Lee. Well, he always has that threat of the long ball in this park, and there's the he represents the lead run. The tying run is at first base in the eighth inning. Bill Lee, I believe, picked up his first major league win in this ballpark a couple of years ago. Pitching now to Norm Cash. Here it is. Fly ball, deep short right center field. Way back is Tommy Harper near the wall. He's there and he's got it for the out. Oh boy, did Cash hit that ball. Had he pulled it a little bit more, that would have been a two-run homer. But Tommy Harper had a lot of room out there to move, and he collared it on the warning pass past the 370 mark. So the out is made, a long out, and the side is retired. No runs, no hits, and one left. After eight innings, the Red Sox lead four to three. Zare has the next minute to try to convince you to do something for your own good. The people at Zare want you to come into any Zare store and look around. Check out the 101 departments. Compare prices that you've been paying for name brands with what Zare is charging. Look at the health and beauty aids, for instance you'll find more than significant savings on the same items you've been buying elsewhere. Go through the automotive department. Find out why Zare believes you can take very good care of your car for less money. Try the housewares department or appliances. The point is simply this. You won't be able to miss the fact that Zare gives you high quality at low prices on everything from fashions to fans, from shoes to shampoos, from wrenches to wristwatches, Come see for yourself and come save for yourself at Zare, the discount department store. Open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday. It's the top of the ninth at Tiger Stadium. The Red Sox leading the Tigers 4-3 to in this first game. Before Bill Lee comes to the plate, let's pause for station identification. This is Red Sox Baseball. This is WTIC in Hartford, Connecticut, where the forecast calls for increasing cloudiness tonight, mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers with highs 75 to 80. Present temperature on the plaza, 84 degrees. Back at Tiger Stadium, this is Ned Martin with Dave Martin and Al Walker. Bill Lee leading off against Chris Zachary. Right-hander who came on in the eighth inning in relief of Joe Coleman. Coleman relieved the starter Selbach in the sixth. Right-hander throws, and there's a swinging strike by Lee. Lee bats from the left side. He has no hits in seven trips this year. He has struck out four times. Pitch to him, he runs up as though to bunt and takes a strike. 
Nothing in two to Lee. Tommy Harper on deck. Zachary, a big fella, goes to his motion and delivers. In the dirt. One ball, two strikes. Red Sox broke the tie when John Kennedy looped a single to right in the sixth inning with two outs, scoring Reggie Smith. One-two pitch to Lee. Fastball, field foul up over our booth. One ball, two strikes. Yankees have a big series in Baltimore starting tonight. One game this evening, and then they have a doubleheader tomorrow. One-two pitch. High to Bill Lee. Two and two. of a doubleheader this afternoon. The Red Sox play the Tigers tomorrow night. There's a swinging strike on a fastball and Lee is out. One down. Second strikeout for Zachary. Tommy Harper up. He's 0 for 2 officially. He is grounded twice to short. He's sacrificed and he's walked. Zachary winds and throws. Harper bangs one sharply to left for a base hit. A line drive single. Harper taking the turn and holding as Gates Brown throws in to Brinkman. So Tommy has a single. First hit off Zachary and the ninth hit for the Red Sox. Doug Griffin up. Griffin is one for three. He doubled home a run in the third. He's had a sacrifice. And Norm Cash made a fine play on his foul ball down into the right field bullpen area in the fifth inning. Hopper with that customary five-step lead off first base, working now against the pitcher Zachary. Here it is, a pitch out, nobody going anywhere. Freehand called for a pitch out, thinking that Hopper might break, but Tommy stayed. Harper gave Joe Coleman fits while he was in there a couple of innings ago. Ended up uh, going to second base on a jump and a, on a sacrifice by Griffin. Zachary fires. There goes Harper. A strike call. Throw to second base. Sliding. He is out. dug out, really, by Dick McCullough, the second baseman, and Harper was out on a close play, sliding into second base. He took off on the second pitch. It was taken for a strike by Griffin. Doug was not swinging at it, whether there was a sign on or not, for a hit and run or run and hit. Don't know, but Doug took a good pitch. The 1-1 delivery. Here it is. High for a ball. Fourth time that Harper has been caught stealing this year. had 11 stolen bases. 2-1 pitch. Griffin swings and misses. 2-2. Two and two. So now there are two outs in the Red Sox ninth. They tried to get that runner in scoring position, but freehand cut him down. Zachary pitching to Griffin. 
a little number foul off the end of the bat. Count hangs at two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Left-hander John Hiller at work in the Tiger bullpen. Here is the wind-up and the pitch. Ball inside. Three and two to Griffin. Yastrzemski's on deck. Three and two. The pump and the pitch. Ball four. Griffin's on. Well, that happens a lot after somebody's cut down stealing or a double play is made, the next guy gets on. There's a walk given to Griffin, giving Yastrzemski a chance to bat. Carl is 0 for 4. He has slide to left, popped to second, slide to center, and grounded to first. Billy Martin is approaching the mound from the dugout. Freehan out already talking to Zachary. Despite the fact that Yaz has uh, been cold at the, at the plate lately, ice cold, they want the left-hander in to pitch to it. John Hiller is coming on as Martin works the left-on-left business, and they're going to bring Hiller in there. So Zachary goes an inning and two-thirds in relief. He has given up one hit, the single to Harper this inning. No runs. He's responsible for one base runner. He has walked one and struck out two. Zachary will leave. Carl Yastrzemski will be at the plate. We're in the ninth inning. The Red Sox leading 4-3. And John Hiller, the left-hander, coming on to pitch to Yastrzemski. This will be Hiller's sixth appearance. He has no one-loss record, has been credited with one save. He's pitched a total of seven and one-third innings, allowed three earned runs, eight hits. He's walked only one and has four strikeouts. His earned run average, 3.86. Hiller suffered a heart attack a year ago last winter and was out of baseball all last year, but uh, has made a comeback this year and is... Back here pitching in the major leagues when some people thought he never would be back. He wasn't even on the uh, Tigers roster in uh, spring training. He's a left-hander and was considered a very fine pitcher uh, until he was uh, stricken. He's come back now to pitch, pitch well so far since his return to baseball. So Yastrzemski will face him here in the ninth inning, a man on first base and two out for the Red Sox, and they are leading in this game four to three, the first of a doubleheader. Red Sox have out hit the Tigers nine to six. Second game pitchers will be Louis Tiant and Joe Necro. So be sure to stay, stay around, stay with us for all the action in another ball game. Let's hope the Red Sox can hang on and win this first game and win the second. Boy, that would be great news and a great development if they could. It would put them within four games of first place. Long way to go yet, though, but they lead here in the ninth inning of game one, four to three. All right, here's Carl Yastrzemski standing in at overdue. Five hits in his last 53 times at bat. And two for 21 on this road trip. A throw to first base by Hiller, driving Griffin back. He has 0 for 4 in this game. 
set by Hiller. The pitch to the plate. Overhand fastball. Low ball one. Hiller comes around, comes over the top more. Always used to anyway. More than being a sidewinder. Here's the set. And the pitch. A curve over. Called strike. One ball, one strike to Yaz. Bill Holdsworth. Or Fred Holdsworth is in the bullpen for the Tigers. Right-handed. Their pitch. Low inside. Ball two, two and one. Two balls, one strike. Big spot for Yastrzemski now. The big play this inning was cutting down Harper going into second base trying for the steal. The 2-1 pitch is hit high toward right field, not too deep. Coming on hard is Northrop, and he's got it. Hiller jammed Yastrzemski, and Carl hit it up in the air to right center. A running catch by Jim Northrop to end the threat. No runs, one hit, and one left. Red Sox has left to two, four, five, six, seven, eight runners on. After eight and a half innings, it is the Red Sox leading by a four to three score. Remember, August 2nd is Family Day at Fenway Park. It's a makeup game with the Yankees. It's part of a day-nighter on August 2nd, which is next Wednesday. Red Sox will be home for a Tuesday night game, then a day-nighter Wednesday and a day game Thursday with the Yankees. And the August 2nd afternoon game will be Family Day, where the head of the household, if he wants reserved or, or he wants a box seat, gets Buys his own seat for four bucks and gets his family sitting in adjacent seats for half price, two dollars each. He wants reserved grandstand. It works the same way. He pays the regular price, three dollars for a reserved grandstand seat, and his family can sit next to him in adjacent seats for half price, a dollar and a half. So it's a make-up game, and good seats are available for Family Day Wednesday against the Yankees at Fenway Park. Rick Miller is in center field now. Replacing Harper, a defensive measure that Eddie Casco uses a lot. Miller playing center field here in the bottom of the ninth inning. The Red Sox are leading 4-3. to three. A one-run ball game. Bill Lee trying to nail it down for Lynn McLaughlin. He'll pitch to Jim Northrup, Mickey Stanley, and Eddie Brickman. The Tiger batters scheduled up in the bottom of the ninth. Red Sox are leading 4-3. They're out hitting the Tigers 9-6. Lee came on to relieve McLaughlin after Lynn had walked freehand in the eighth with two out. And his first pitch was laced deep to right center by Norm Cash, but Tommy Harper hauled it in. Now Northrop up. One for two officially. He has walked, singled, and slide to left. Lee kicks and throws. Ground ball past the mound. Griffin near second has it. Throws to first in time. Yes, takes it. Backhanding the ball. Roy Estremski goes off that bag in a hurry at first base. Something that maybe could hurt him sometimes. The first basemen sometimes do that that aren't familiar. They take that foot off quickly after getting the ball. Mainly one reason to get out of the spike, but just sometimes just it's a natural thing to do. You do it in high school. And at times they've been caught at it, where the umpire will call the runner safe if the foot comes off too soon. He got it all. He kept his foot on enough that time. Here is Stanley, lining one sharply to left field, a face hit. Ogilvy coming over, trying to cut it off. Stanley going for two. Here comes the throw. Ogilvy has everybody back 
picked up by Yusemke, and on his second with a double is Ricky Stanley. Stanley doubles with one out of the ninth. He represents the tying run. Ogilvy came over quickly toward the line and made a strong throw, but it was too strong. Had it been down a little bit, they might have had a chance to make a play of some kind on Stanley. But it was high over everybody's head. Finally got away, and Yastrzemski backed it up. Ike Brown is going to bat for Eddie Brinkman. Ike Brown, who is a utility player and a good one for the Tigers, coming on to bat and with Tony Taylor, another right-handed batter, on deck to hit for the pitcher. But Don Newhauser now is being brought on by Eddie Casco as Bill Lee has given up a double with one out in the ninth inning. So Don Newhauser, who has pitched very well lately, is coming on in the clutch again. The Tigers have a tying run at second. They have one out. Mickey Stanley is second base with that double. Lee flips him the baseball, and Bill walks off. He's pitched to only three batters. He pitched to one batter in the eighth. Norm Cash hit one almost 400 feet off him, but it was caught. In this inning, North has grounded to second, but Stanley doubles the left. And now they want a right-hander, Newhauser, in to pitch to Ike Brown. Newhauser's record is three wins and one loss. He's also saved two games, has a fine earned run average of 2.50, and he's pitched a total of 18 innings in 14 appearances, in which he's allowed five earned runs and 11 hits, walked 14, struck out 16. Paul Lanky fellow on a right-hander, good fastball and good slider. Called up by the Red Sox on the 12th of June, after uh, he had a record of two wins and one loss at Louisville this year with four saves. Ike Brown now in the batter's box, a dangerous right-hand hitter. All right, Newhauser is gone and ready. Tiger fans up and cheering here as the Tigers have the tying run at second base. Ike Brown is hitting 333. Pitch to him. A ball high. Check swing. Brown has two homers, eight runs batted in. 16 hits in 48 trips to the plate this year. Right-handed hitter. John Curtis struck down to the Red Sox bullpen from the dugout. Newhauser looks back to Stanley at second. Comes in with his pitch and is swung on and fouled at the plate. One ball, one strike. Newhauser won two games in that big Oakland series. Back-to-back ball games in relief. Three-one record. Two saves to his credit. Brown digs in at the plate. Stanley edges off second base. Here's the pitch. And it's hit on the ground. A shortstop taken by Kennedy. Goes to first. Two down. And over to third goes Stanley. John Kennedy not wanting to get involved in any kind of rundown to get that lead man, although he could have. But with a run down that way, Stanley could have tied up things so that Brown could have gotten into scoring position at second also. They wanted the safe out that way. And the safe out is at first base. The tying run is at third now, and Tony Taylor is up. 
Tony Taylor, a redoubtable clutch hitter and a fine ball player for years in the National League, is batting for Hiller. Two out, a runner at third. Taylor stands in against Newhauser. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Taylor is hitting 310. He's having a fine year. 40 hits in 129 trips. One home run, 11 RBIs. And very tough in the clutch. Here's the pitch to him. Ball inside. Two and nothing to Taylor. And Dick McCullough, left-handed hitter, is on deck. Curtis is warming up now in the bullpen in a hurry. Left-hander for the Red Sox. Here's the set by Newhauser. Throws. Foul ball and a check swing. It's back to the screen. And the count is 2-1 and one to Tony Taylor. Second pinch hitter used this inning by Billy Martin. The Tiger bullpen turning around to watch things now. All eyes on Taylor and Newhauser. Stanley at third. Here's the set. The pitch. Strike swinging. 2-2. Two and two. He had a breaking pitch that Taylor went for. It might have been a bad pitch. Two balls, two strikes to Tony. Hey, we got one here. Stanley edges down the line at third. Newhauser, the big right-hander, gets the sign from Carlton Fisk. Taylor edges over the plate. Here's the set in the pitch again. A sidearm pitch. Pop fly back into shallow left. Kennedy back. Under it. He's got it. The ball game's over. And Don Newhauser has saved another one. The Red Sox win it 4-3. to three. What a job Newhauser has done. Taylor pops out to Kennedy with a runner at third base. And in the ninth inning for the Tigers, no runs, one hit, and one left. Final score, the Red Sox four, the Tigers three. We'll wrap it up in a moment. <laughs> 